Hello, everyone, and welcome to Minute 17 of Season 4 of Movie Around Minute, the daily podcast where we take a hilarious and poignant journey through the 1989 Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan rom-com When Harry Met Sally, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me once again today is David Brooke of Blueprint Review. Welcome back to the show, David. Hello, looking forward to more uh, yeah. When Harry Met Sally chat. <laughs> Even if this is the longest night of my life. yeah so minute 17 begins with uh, sally continuing to awkwardly smile and ends with sally asking a pivotal question so basically the way we left things off yesterday was you know uh we're now we've jumped five years ahead it's 1982 we're in the middle of LaGuardia airport joe and sally are saying their uh, passionate goodbyes and they are interrupted by a uh, uh, an annoying Harry Burns, <laughs> well, uh, an annoying voyeuristic uh, Harry Burns. And you know, it turns out that that Harry recognizes Joe because the two of them had been uh, at least uh, uh, you know building mates, I guess you can say. They both were living in the same building, uh, and you know, we we get it in the idea that Harry recognizes sally but he doesn't really he can't place her uh, but sally does know who he is and you know this minute opens up with uh sally continuing to just stare awkwardly at harry uh either hoping that he does recognize who she is or hoping that she doesn't and you know we have a few seconds of of more awkward silence between them and then harry says oh well listen i got a plane to catch it was really good to see you, Joe. And Joe responds, you too, Harry. Bye. And, you know, <laughs> I love the fact that as as much as we know Harry up to this point, he's not someone who is generally at a loss for words. And you yeah. know, in this scene, there is. You know, he just, he has nothing to say to Joe. <laughs> you know, where, yeah, where, yeah, where, where, do you, where do you talk about our jobs? And that's it, you know. Let's just move along, you know. Yeah. And and what's funny is is that he says that he's got to go. You know, like he's he's more or less talking to, about the fact that he's in a rush. But you know, he's in a rush because he has nothing to say to them, even though you know beforehand he took his time of coming back to you know to watch this couple smooching. You know, so I I guess it's all it's all a question of priorities. <laughs> Yeah, Harry. Harry's priorities are a little different than most people's, <laughs> you know. So it's it sounds like more of an excuse that he has a plane to catch, especially since it yeah, seems absolutely. as if it seems as if they're at the gate. You know, we're 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 not a hundred percent sure, but it it seems that way. Yeah, you got a lot of the uh, waiting area, kind of seats and things. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, it looks that way. And Harry just like looks up and you get, you see, he has this like really strange expression on his face. You know, as if like mm. he, he's about to like shake his head. No, 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 no. You know, that type of thing, even though he doesn't. And then he just walks away. And Sally then turns to Joe and says, thank God he couldn't place me. I drove from Chicago, from college to New York with him five years ago. And it was the longest night of my life. I was going to say about that line. Didn't they? they um, 
don't they set off in the daytime? Surely it's, it was longer than a night. But I guess well, it might have been evening. I guess. I, I don't know. No, it was a, it was an eighteen hour drive. So oh wow, you know, yeah, <laughs> but much the, longer no, than a day. Yeah, no. but the but the idea is that they drove through the night. So I think yeah. that's the idea. You know, we, we we tried trying to we tried to figure out, you know, uh, what time they possibly left or anything like that. But let's say they left mid afternoon. You know, let's say they left three, four o'clock in the afternoon, something like that. So, you know, it eventually gets gets dark and they're they drive mostly through the night. You know, so I think yeah, that I so. that's what she's more or less uh explaining here, you know, about it being the longest minute of her life. And and this this picks, you know, Joe's interest. He's now interested in, in understanding what's going on. And he goes, What happened? And, you know, immediately he knows that something happened. So this could go back to what you were saying yesterday about the fact that that uh you know, Joe and Harry are much closer than anyone could really expect. And they, mm. you know, they they were both these, uh, you know, single guys who who knew, who, who were very familiar with one another. Yeah, I think they're both you know? kind of playboys, kind of, yeah. Exactly. Had a lot of girls coming around and that kind of thing. You get that idea from the yeah. exchange. Yeah. And, and it's funny because Joe sounds very jealous here by saying what happened. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe it's like, and, and the question is, is he jealous because it's Harry? You know, is is that what is that's what's what's uh, bothering him? You know, possibly, that, OK, possibly. he's you know, he, he's dating this woman who possibly, you know, something happened with her and Harry, which, again, mm-hmm. you know, Joe knows things about Harry that we don't. You know, I think that that's what it could be. I don't know. Although I guess the line, the line like the longest night of my life kind of helps. I guess it's got certain connotations, like what were you doing overnight with this guy sort of thing. Correct. Um, Correct. Yeah. And also she, she says the longest night of her life as it, it you know, <laughs> it doesn't sound as if it's something that, that it was a pleasant experience for, her, no. you know, from that, from that perspective, you know, and then she responds and explains to him what happened. And she says, he made a pass at me. And when I said, no, he was going with a girlfriend of mine. Oh God, I can't remember her name. Don't get involved with me, Joe. I'm 26 years old, and I can't even remember the name of the girl I was such good friends with that I wouldn't get involved with her boyfriend. So, first of all, I find that really funny because, you know, we we tried establishing over the last few weeks, you know, how close Sally and Amanda really were, which I don't think they were, because, you know, they 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 must have known each other in passing maybe they also lived in the same building and that was it you know that type of thing you know because sally knew nothing about harry harry knew nothing about sally if both of them were were that close with amanda you know something would have come up during the conversation when you know when amanda was making this uh this match for them to you know take this journey together you know she would have said oh harry go with my good friend sally who is A, B, C, and D, and or Sally? You know, my boyfriend can go with you. He also needs to get to New York. Yeah, I, I think if they were like best friends as well, you'd have thought you'd have. I mean, I, I know my best friends like partners and, and wives and things like that. It's uh, yeah, so they can't have been that close. Yeah, exactly. You know, and maybe that also goes back with her memory that she just doesn't remember how close she really was with Amanda. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> And then Joe is still adamant and goes, so what happened? And Sally is completely away from, she's, she's in a completely different place. She's, she's not even thinking up again. Yeah. She's, she's not even thinking of the same, on the same level that, that, that Joe is thinking about this whole thing. She goes, when? Joe goes, when he made a pass at you and you said no. Oh, oh, 
I said we could just be friends. And this part I remember. He said that men and women could never be friends. Do you think that's true? Uh, no. <laughs> that's a very abrupt no from from Joe. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell he's just he's clearly just saying that to uh because he thinks that's the right answer to give to his yeah, girlfriend. Exactly. But if you look look into his eyes, he's like mm. He's like, I don't really care. I want to know what happened between you and Harry. That's that's what he wants. That's what he's interested in. I don't care about anything. Yeah. Else. You know, and I, I like the fact that they, they establish here that she's twenty six years old. You know, we we didn't know five years ago how old she was. No, so true, yeah. they're able to to establish something because it's also very important later on, you know, when she when she has her breakdown and she says, and I'm going to be 40. So, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's they're stepping stones to, to tell us, you know, who she is and where she is and, you know, how things are are, are moving along, you know, in their lives. I mean, according to the script, Harry is like five years older than than Sally. Because oh, really? he. Because he, he had finished graduate school already, and she had only finished okay. uh, her first degree. You're right. Okay. Although I was, I was going to say in the in the kind of first scene, they do make him try. Tr they do try to make him look quite young, but he's kind of unsuccessful. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you know that there's a 13 year age difference between uh, Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal. Oh, so, right. okay. so that that's also why it must be a little more difficult to to make it seem more plausible. That the two of them, yeah. uh, you know, are, are closer in age than than they really really were. You know, so I mean, it's it's you know, it, it's just an interesting way for them to to throw in that little bit of information by the the way. Yeah. You know, and then Sally decides to to ask Joe another question, and she goes, "Do you have any friends? Do you have any women friends? Just friends?" And you know, this this line itself says so much about her relationship with Joe. You know, it, it you know, we, we find out later on how, how long they've actually been together. But just by her asking him this question, you know, says that they're not together very long. Because if they were much closer and they've been together a longer longer amount of time, she wouldn't already know the answer to that question. Hmm, yeah. You know, that type of thing, because, you know, even when you're dating someone for, for a few months or whatever, so they will know who your friends are and who you hang out with and, and things yeah, like exactly, that. Yeah. You know, and, and she doesn't seem to, you know, to, to know whether he has any female friends. It could be that, that, you know, that Joe is this playboy who, you know, doesn't have any female friends because, you know, he can't remain friends with any of them later on. Mm. You know, I I don't know. I mean, it's hard to to try to to, to figure that out with the the whole thing. But Meg Ryan does a great job in her delivery of explaining all these situations because you know she she tells it all in a very matter of fact way, but you can still see the emotion on her face with the whole yeah. thing. And she doesn't seem completely disgusted by telling this whole story. No, no. You know, it's it's not as if you know the whole her whole experience with with Harry has completely uh, tainted anything she thinks of him. You know, she still has like this this interested look on her face that okay, you know, this is something that that happened, 
But, you know, I'm still curious. Okay, you know, it's, it's nice to know what happened to Harry after five years. You know, that type of thing. Mm. It's also telling that she's kind of forgotten the name of a friend, but still remembers this conversation. And uh, it's, it's been, it feels, it, the way she re reacts kind of suggests it's been gnawing at her mind for a long time, this kind of question of um, uh, whether men and women can be friends. So it's, uh, right. yeah, well, it I shows, she's, shows she's been thinking about Harry, even if she pretends to hate him. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it shows that, that Harry uh, made an, uh, an made a profound impressive impression on him, on her, yeah. sorry, that, that Harry made a profound impression on her. And even five years later, she's still thinking about it. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You know, can men and women still be friends? I, I don't know. You know, that, uh, you know, and, and it's funny how. It bothers her so much that that she's now asking Joe the same question. You know, mm -hmm. can Joe uh, had you know, did Joe go through this thing? Also, could he have female friends that he's only friends with, and that type of thing? But again, if he's the playboy that we think he is, I don't think so. <laughs> mm -hmm. But but I don't think Joe, if he's the playboy that we think he is, I don't think he's looking for just friends. No, no. I think I think the way he answers the questions suggests that as well. I said, yeah. No, but he again. It goes back to the fact that that we think he's very jealous of Harry, and that's why mm -hmm. he's he's adamant in trying to find answers to to his question of what happened. You know, he doesn't mm -hmm. he doesn't talk very much here, but he still no. you know gives off enough information about the whole thing. Like I said, Meg Ryan does a great job with this with this scene because she's also. She acts very flirty and, you know, very, she, she like keeps tossing her hair back and she's, she's smiling very much while she's telling Joe this story and he's just looking around, you know, which it, it makes it look as if he's, you know, he's possibly saying to himself, okay, what did I get myself into with this woman? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I think it's, it's interesting because he, he, he's quite a, a, an important character, but he's only, he's literally only in this one scene. <laughs> it's uh very short right. scene right he's he's only in this one scene but he's mentioned numerous times throughout the movie yeah and i think um, that his performance at pivotal, kind of at pivotal uh points in in the, the movie yeah okay so do you have anything else you want to say about this minute before we get into the uh script uh no no i think uh i think i think i've covered it okay so i mean again the script doesn't have very many differences here it's pretty much uh, the same. Uh, one of the things that, that, that Harry, that, you know, Harry says, well, great to see a C around. So he doesn't mention that he's, you know, in a rush to catch a plane. You know, it's more, okay, great to see you around. And then it says, Sally tells her whole story about the being the longest uh, night of her life and things like that. And Joe continues to say, what happened, what happened? And... <laughs> And Sally's response at the end is slightly different. There's, but I think it could just be just the intonation of the whole thing. You know, because it says, you know, he says he made a pass at you and you said no. And and then she goes, uh, I said we we can just be friends. This part I remember. And he said men and women couldn't really be friends. You know, and then it, and then it says Joe kisses her again. So, you know, his him kissing her 
you think he's it do you think according to the script he's trying to you know uh reassure her or try to i think he's changing the subject I think he's de- de- yeah i was gonna say i think he's deflecting i think he's trying to change the subject um yeah yeah he he's basically had enough of uh talking about uh you know men just being friends with other women <laughs> mm. yeah Right, and then the the, the rest uh, is the same there and stuff like that. So every Tuesday we have a segment called Off the Beaten Track, uh, dating and and courting edition, where my guest will give a little uh, story about an adventure, misadventure, uh, anecdote, something that happened to them along the journey of life, where they, uh, which is somewhat relating to either dating or courting. So David, you have a story for us. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit. When I think this was, if I'm right, it's kind of the second. I say the second date. It's almost kind of like the first kind of proper date of um, with uh, who Anna, who's actually now my wife. But um, but yeah, we 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 met up on on a on a on a, a course in in Grimsby, and um, we kind of got on well together and kind of started seeing each other. And uh, and this is, as I say, super early in the relationship. I, 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 we, I think Anna was asking, oh, what, 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 what are you doing uh, tomorrow night or whatever? And I said, oh, well, to be honest, I'm, I'm off to watch a couple of films. I was like, there's a special like Asian cinema night on at the uh, local bar. And I was going to gonna go there. And um, she goes, oh, I'll come with you. And I was like, I said, well, I, I don't know. The films, the films, they're quite, they're quite like, they, they're a bit, they're a bit tough. I, I, I don't, you, you might not like them. She said, no, 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 no. Um, yeah, I'll come and watch them. I don't mind. And uh, but the films they ended up being we went we went to watch Old Boy uh, and The Eye Two. And uh, you probably know Old Boy. It's, it's uh, yes, I do. Form of I don't know if that's incest. something I would take a woman on a second date <laughs> Absolutely with. Absolutely not. Well, that's the thing. I warned her. I said there's not really a date movie. It's like yeah, it's a film with incest and like revenge, and it's it's really brutal. And then The Eye Two, which is it's all about. Um, it's I don't know if you've seen the eye, but um, it's basically the, the, the idea of the eye films is that um, somebody um, something half traumatic happens to someone and they're able to see like spirits and ghosts and things like that. Um, but in the eye, too, it's uh, this uh, this woman uh, try, um, actually commits, tries to commit suicide. and That makes her see these visions. But it's really, really disturbing. And it's like. And it's it's all very like pregnant pregnancy based as well. Like she's uh, there's a really disturbing scene in a lift with I can't remember somebody's either giving birth or having a miscarriage or something. And it's just the most disturbing, horrible, like unromantic thing ever. So yeah, it's like one of my very first dates, and I'm <laughs> sat there squirming in my seat watching these horrific films. Wow. Like, oh, but it's a testament to our relationship that she stuck by me. I mean, she she wasn't. She, I think she was quite traumatized by the films, but she's stuck with me. And this was, I mean, when did that film? Uh, I think the I2 was 2004. So, yeah, it's 18 years right, later. I think, I think Old Boy strong. was like 2003, something like that. Yeah, I think, but I think it came out in the UK like afterwards. It was um, because the I2 came out later. So, I think it's, uh, yeah, 2004. So, uh, yeah, it will have been 2004, I think. So yeah, still still going strong despite the <laughs> disturbing second date. Oh wow! And did you uh, did you ever find out if she, if she went because she just wanted to spend time with you 
as opposed to, or she actually had an interest in seeing some of these Japanese uh, films. Oh, she went just for me. I've never, ever, ever seen her actively seeking out Japanese like horror movies ever. So no, yeah, in the in the eighteen years. Well, that's, that's good. So that's good for happening. your ego. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> that 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 works for 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 David's ego. That's great. <laughs> Excellent. That's a great story. Thank you very much for 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 letting us in on that 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 tale. Um, all right. So you want to tell people once again how they can get in touch with uh, David Brook? Yes. So I I'm the I run BlueprintReview.co.uk. So head over there and see my reviews. And also I have a team of writers uh, who uh, post other reviews on there, uh, generally of uh, indie world classic cinema uh, and some mainstream mainstream stuff now and again too. Yeah. All right. Great. And uh, while you're doing that, you can go rate, review, and subscribe on any podcatcher you might be using to listen to the show to uh, find me. Finding me anywhere else is very simple. Just do a quick search for Movie Rob Minute. You can find me on my website, MovieRobMinute.com. You can find me on Twitter, and you can find me on Facebook. So, David, do you feel like uh, coming back again tomorrow? Absolutely. All right. So, until tomorrow, I love what she's having. I love what she's having. Gave me a thrill. With all your faults, I love you still. It had to be you, wonderful you, had to be you.